good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whatever the case may be. It is Saturday, November 27th, and you know what that means. It is time for the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. I am the number one contender, Jeremy Pierce. What's going on, everybody? What is up? What's Gucci? Um... Got a nice little show for you today. It might this might be a little abbreviated joint, you know what I mean? Um last week we had our Survivor Series preview and there was no um what am I thinking of? There wasn't a what just happened review for Survivor Series, so we're kind of going to put some of that here in this show as today's show will be about the best and worst of Survivor Series. Some highlights, some lowlights in this pay-per-view. His past pay-per-view definitely fits in there. But for now, you know what's next. So go on and hit my music. Let's get into um let's get into the news, right? Let's 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 get into the news. So <laughs> Survivor Series Su- Su- Survivor Series was the 25th anniversary of The Rock's debut. So you would think if you're going to do this, if you're going to really build your show around The Rock, that you will hope you will pray for The Rock to be there. And what no rock not only that, they kind of just left it open that, well, that he would be there. He was never, ever going to be at Survivor Series. You, they even had a battle royal for this man, and he didn't show up. Not to his detriment. The show actually ended at 1130. First of all, what do you think? Are you AEW? Anyway, um, this would have been a good time to... Y'all could have got this man to record a video, something, anything, Bueller, but no. No. Anyway, the Young Bucks, they are not medically cleared to wrestle right now. Um, it's cool. They'll be back. They always kind of work hurt, but they'll, they'll, they'll be back. But they also have re-signed with AEW, signed a new contract. Up until 2024, which is really, really good. Um, sounds like they're lifers there. So, you know what I mean? Kenny Omega is also hurt, so he had to vacate the AAA Mega Championship. He can't defend it, can't compete, can't be champion. It's, it's, um, it's pretty much that, that simple. Uh, Rampage. Uh, the Rampage from... Last week, the 19th, saw a very, saw a nice increase in viewership um, with 556,000 viewers. The previous week, it had 480,000. That's good. If if Rampage can average this number, it, 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 it'll do well. It'll do well. Um, 
Now, if you haven't seen For Money in the Row, I'm watching the show, right? I'm watching one, all right? Seth had just killed Finn. Seth was attacked by a fan. Uh, dude hopped the barricade and tried to attack Seth. Seth had put him in a front face lock until security got him off. But there is there's a lot more to the story. The WWE obviously released a statement. Um, you know, they take the safety of the performance very seriously. The individual who attacked Seth was turned up to the NYPD and will be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. But wait, there's more. Obviously, Becky checked on her husband. You can see her making sure, um, you know, that her husband and the father of her child was uh, okay. The name of the attacker has been released. I don't, don't need to, to say it here, but there's more, always, always more uh, to the story. So he has a court date set. And here's the thing. One first things first, he released a crazy ass video after getting out of lockout. Uh, <laughs> he, he said he had personal beef with uh, Colby Lopez, which is Seth Rollins' <laughs> real name. Um, so why? <laughs> he also said he did it for the Tribal Chief. The Royal Four, a whole bunch of stuff, but apparently he did not do it for The Rock. If y'all remember that, <laughs> um, so he actually got catfished by a Seth Rollins imposter online, uh, and the guy got scammed out of money. Now, why was Seth? do this obviously not the real Seth um, Seth had another catfish story years ago and finally uh, the attacker uh, issued an apology and we'll see what happens during that same raw another fan was ejected from the arena he was saying some shit to uh, MVP and Sami Zayn, and they, they was confronting the ball, and he got tossed. People, people, keep your shit together. You are not the stars of the show. Most of, most of the times. Don't jump the barricades, people. Don't attack the wrestlers. Anyway, Charlotte Flair back in the news once again. She hits back at fans who think she gets everything that she wants. And she says, and I quote, because I'm a flair, they automatically think I can just walk into Vince's office because I'm Ric Flair's daughter and be like, this is what I want to do today. If that was the case, don't you think I would have had a longer title reign than eight seconds a couple of years ago at Money in the Bank? Now, that is true. But also, on the surface, it looks like she gets everything that she wants. When does she actually lose? When does she not in the title picture? That's what we have issues with. Terry Funk is suffering from memory loss and he's living in an assisted living facility. That sucks. You know, Terry Funk's a legend, man. And um, I just wish him the best in health. He's suffering from dementia. And, you know, love, love, love Terry. I grew up watching this, man. Um, I just hope he, hope he, you know, as well. He will end up better than where he is now. 
We have some news on Johnny Gargano's contract situation. Um, he signed a one-week extension so he can work war games. And then if, we'll, we'll see what happens after that because if he did not resign, he'll be a free agent. He can literally show up a week later on Impact or, or Dynamite. Um, if his team wins at war games, to me, that would think he signed a new contract. If he loses, then we're we're in a different situation. And here's the thing, Candice, Candace, her contract is up in 2022, but I think they'll pause her contract because she's pregnant. So uh, whatever time she's missed due to the pregnancy, I think it's like six months, I believe. Um, she probably won't be able to leave until the end of 2022. And I'm just speculating. I can see Johnny signing a contract for like another year just to make sure she's good and everything. Um, he will be exploring all options. Obviously, he should. He is a top, top name in this business. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Raw saw a slight uh, viewership boost um, this past Monday. It did, let me see, 1.698 million viewers with a .49 in the 18-49 demo. So that's actually good. That's not, not, not bad. Um, Can they keep it up? We'll see. There has been a second War Games match announced, um, and it will be kind of the old school versus the new school. Uh, so this will be Bron- Rex Steiner, Grayson Waller, Tony D'Angelo, and Carmelo Hayes taking on LA Knight, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Pete Dunne. Uh, okay. So here's what the car is looking like for War Games, which is t- taking place on December 5th. We don't know if it's going to be in the um, CWC or if it's going to be at an actual, uh, you know, large arena. The 5th is a Sunday. So the card is as follows. The NXT Tag Team Championships as Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel will be defending either against Joaquin Wild and Raul Mendoza or Von Wagner and Kyle O'Reilly. They have, match hasn't been set in stone yet. Cruiserweight Championship, Roderick Strong versus Joe Gacy. Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson in a hair versus hair match. The women's war game match will feature Cora Jade, Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai, and Raquel Gonzalez taking on the team of Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction. And the men's war game, like we just said, will be Rex Steiner, Grayson Waller, Tony D'Angelo, Carmelo Hayes, taking on LA Knight, Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, and Pete Dunn. Now, on paper, just a quick aside, the quote-unquote old school should have no shot. They should get dominated in this match. Honestly. Honestly. They really should. They really, really, honestly fucking should. Same thing with uh, the women's match. Cora Jade, irrelevant. But Kaylee Ray, Io Shirai... Raquel, whatever, Dakota, Mandy, Gigi, and JC, Kaylee and Eo could should be, be able to dominate. But that's neither here nor there. We'll get to it when we get to it. Dexter Loomis will be out for at least a month dealing with a I believe a wrist injury. And it's kinda got a 
indie, a little shaken. NXT also saw a brief boost in viewership this week for its uh, their Thanksgiving. It's had, let me see, 625,000 viewers with a point fourteen in 1849 shares. So that's, that's not bad. Um, and some news that's kind of new to me. WWE has filed two trademarks, one for ECW and one for Sophia Cromwell. Sophia Cromwell is probably a new wrestler that they're going to have. But I guess they didn't want to lose the ECW um, trademark. Yeah. Jim Ross will be taking time off as he will be treating his skin cancer. Tony Behind is 100% behind this. We wishing good old JR the best. And Dynamite saw a dip in viewership this week. Um, last week they were at 984,000. This week they were at 809,000. But that's expected with the day before Thanksgiving. Still a very, very good show. And NXT introduced a new character, Tiffany Stratton. And they're probably already going to drop it as she debuted a quote-unquote daddy's girl gimmick. But that might not be what uh, is best for business. We're trying to make strides here. But yeah, yeah, that's the news. And we shall be right back. Actually going to go through and try to review uh, Raw. I'm gonna give it a shot. All right. So, uh, egg. Who took the motherfucking egg? Who took Vince's a hundred million dollar egg? That's what this show was about. Vince and his fucking egg. Anyway, <sighs> Matt Riddle pretended to be Randy. He had like on Pierre painted on abs. He had a mustache and a goatee. He was dressing like Randy. Did Randy's taunts, his moves, his entrances, and he beat I think Ziggler. It was cute. It was it was whatever. Randy and uh, Matt Riddle are are growing more and more as a tag team. So it's going to be very interesting to see who turns on whom. Uh, Becky Lynch cut a very good promo. Of course, she was getting cheered in the beginning, and then as she kept going and going, she um, got the crowd to finally turn on her because she's good at her job. She pretty much cut a promo on all her potential challengers, saying that she's the best. It's a lot different than what Charlotte says. Later on, she confronted Liv in a backstage interview promo. And was taunting her and was asking if she's going to cry. And Liz just fucking rocked her in her jaw. So, yeah. Remember when um, uh, we were supposed to be getting the belt back on Bianca? Yeah, Pepperidge Farm remembers. Uh, Bianca beat Tamina again. Okay. Whatever. Um, Tamina was there with Natalia as the SmackDown roster was there. Because uh, they had to find the fucking egg. That's what Vince's edict was. And whoever found the egg would get a WWE championship match or a women's championship match later on in the night. 
Um, Seth killed Finn, and then after Seth killed Finn, where Seth was attacked by the fan. Uh, there was a match between the Prophets and Adrian Almas. The Prophets got themselves disqualified by spraying um, Adrian Almas with a fire extinguisher. Beats me. Zelina and Carmella won the tag team championships because they said what they were going to do, which, and they made made it the point that yeah, uh, yo, Nikki is the weak link in the tag team. So there you go. And they proved that Nikki was the weak link in the tag team. Lashley beat Ray and Dom. Sammy figured out who took the egg. He brought it to Vince. It was Austin Theory. And Vince was like, whatever. Fuck you, Sammy. Austin, I like what you did. He somehow made it, tried to make it make sense. So Sammy got a title shot against Damian Priest. Damian beat his ass. And then uh, Austin Theory got a WWE Championship match against Big E. And Big E won, and Big E ended the show standing tall. So, when there's good, there's good, i.e. the stuff with um, Matt Riddle, Lashley's dominance, and then when there's stuff, when there's bad stuff, egg, it's bad. Get the thumbs down. Overall, NXT, this show was all about the old school versus the new school featuring the men. The women were doing their own thing. Ciampa beat Grayson Waller. Okay. Uh, it was a solid match, but it just it just hurts seeing like a lot of these new faces and think about all the releases. Casey and Caden beat Indy and Persia. Um, Indy was kind of pre- preoccupied with Dexter Loomis's injury, uh, so she wasn't really there. Cora J snuck a win over Mandy Rose. This is just a push for the War Games match. Ivy Nile won a squash match. We're getting a lot of matches that are really, really short. Uh, Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, I think that's them, beat the Grizzly Young Veterans. Why would they beat the Grizzly Young Veterans, who are one of the best tag teams in the entire company? And uh, Carmelo Hayes retained the North American Championship against Pete Dunne and Johnny Gargando. It's a pretty good match. Uh, but this led to a giant brawl. Grayson Waller and Ellie Knight were just fighting for like the entire show. Uh, and this is where we got war games. There you go. I was trying to figure out how they would lead the men into a war games match because there's no factions here. Uh, but it's very on the nose, old school versus new school. So there you go. NXT gets a fist. It was actually one of their better shows. I'll give you that. I'm over on Dynamite. Really good show. Uh, CM Punk MJF just had a straight up promo off just digging with these cuts and he's ah it was so good it took up the first 20 minutes of the show this is something that aw never does they almost always open up with a match and they were going to open up with a match but mjf and cm punk who just just go back and watch it please go back and watch it it was so 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 good um they were in chicago cm punk did beat qt marshall um, in a quick little match, the Gun Club beat Bear Country, and then they ended up fighting Sting and Darby Allen after the match. I know a lot of people aren't really fans of the Gun Club, but you have to rotate everybody in and out. And you may not like it. They have some of the best records in all of AEW, the Gun Club. So Sting and Darby can give them the rub. Thunder Rosa defeated Jamie Hayter, advancing in the TBS tournament. 
after Britt fucked up. First of all, fuck Rick Knox. He's a stupid-ass ref. Britt accidentally super-kicked Jamie, and Thunder Rosa won. So, yeah, I'm happy about that. Thunder Rosa will be taking on, I believe, Jade Cargo. In the next round, we have one more match left, which will be Chris Statlander versus Ruby Soho, and the winner of that match will take on Nyla Rose. Um, uh, Dr. Bitch Baker had her Friendsgiving, and Tony Schiavone let her know that Rio was never eliminated from the Battle Royal, the Casino Battle Royal. Um, so she's going to get a title shot. Well, not a title shot. She has to beat Brit on Rampage, and if she wins, Rio Rio wins. She gets a title shot. Well, Rio did win. It's cool. I had. It's always a great day when Rio gets a win and Britt Baker loses. Brian Anson beat Colt Cabana in his hometown. It was a f- nice little match. We don't get a lot of Colt Cabana matches on TV. And then Brian Danson made it known that next week they'll be in Atlanta, Georgia. So he'll be beating on, I believe it's Alan Andrews from the Dark Order. He's going to run through the Dark Order so he can get Sangman Page. The final match should be Brian Danson versus John Silver. Give me this match. I didn't know I needed it so badly. And in the main event, Andrade, El Idolo, Malachi Block, and FTR defeated Cody Rhodes, Pac, and the Lucha Brothers in a really, really good tag match. But this is not done between these guys. These We still got some beef. Some beef to be cooking up. Um, This was a good show. Also, before I forgot to mention it, uh, Dante Martin signed with Team Taz, which shocked Leo Rush. So we'll see where that goes. Um, I'm really, really excited to see what's going to happen with that. This was a good show. Get a thumbs up. And over on SmackDown, uh, this was a reset Force after Survivor Series as we're going to be leading up to day one. So, uh, Kayla was going to open up. Uh, first of all, Kayla Braxton fine as hell. <sighs> um, she was going to open up about Brock Lesnar's suspicion until Roman and uh, Heyman came out and confronted her about it. It's a good little dynamic, so we'll see what happens. But that Battle Royale was announced for Reigns' next challenger. Reigns was like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to smash them all. Jeff Hardy and Drew McIntyre beat uh, Happy Corbin and uh, Mad Cat Moss. This was just hair. Uh, Corbin is very, very good and is being wasted. We need top mid-card to main event heels, and he can be one of those. Drew McIntyre is pretty much just treading water until he uh, ends up inevitably facing Roman Reigns. That's what's going on. Cesaro snuck a win over Rich Holland. Angel Garza beat Rick Boogs in some random Thanksgiving match because we always got to have one of those drawings. Charlotte Flair completely punked Tony Storm, just like punked her. And Tony's got to get her comeuppance, right? Tony, Tony's got to get that payback. Sasha confronts and grills Sonya one about her beef with Naomi. And two, if you, why if she's she was the captain of the Survivor Series team, Sasha, why was she allowed to pick her own team? Captains almost always do that, or at least have qualified that. Whatever. Um, Sasha Naomi then defeated Natalya and Shayna. Whatever. Uh, and in our main event, Sami Zayn wins the battle royale. We were faked out because we thought Jeff had won, and that would have been great because Jeff is still getting cheered some all these years later. I would love to see Jeff versus Roman, but Sami wins the battle royale. Notably, Xavier Woods and Drew McIntyre weren't in the match. Drew came out with the sword and was going to kill everybody. But Sami Zayn is the number one contender. Uh, okay. 
All right, let's see what see let's see what happens here. Um, our matches of the week from Survivor Series: Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair from Dynamite, Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter, Andrade El Idolo, Malachi Black, and FTR versus Cody Rhodes, Pac, and the Lucha Brothers. Over on Rampage, Adam Cole and Bobby Fish versus Wheeler Utah and Chuck Taylor, and Eddie Kingston versus Daniel Garcia. Um, I would have put the Brit Breaker Reho match right here, but there was such a long commercial break in the middle and it wasn't picture in picture. We missed a lot of it. I'm sure it was good. Our star of the week has to be Bianca Belair for being the sole survivor. Um, the booking was horrible, but she did do a fantastic, fantastic job. But that is, um, that's the review for the week and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be right back. So, like I said before, there was no uh, what just happened this past week for Survivor Series. But we are still going to dive into the show just a little bit. So, let's just go over the results real quick on the pre-show. Damian Priest got himself disqualified. Uh, He took on Shinsuke Nakamura. There's this whole... (laughs) when 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 priest loses it he he lets the damien out yeah that that's what we're going with our opening match was becky versus charlotte in a very very fine match i would have very much loved for this two main events um we had the men's elimination match with the raw winning uh the second, the the third match, I believe, was the Usos versus RK Bro. Uh, RK Bro won. Uh, Raw won the Rock Tribute Battle Royal. Omos won that. Uh, Team Raw also won the Women's Elimination match, and Roman Reigns beat Big E. So that was Survivor Series. No stakes. Nothing. Nothing was on the line. Nothing, I tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's obviously the weakest out of the big six shows. It's obviously the weakest. Yes, I'm always saying big six. Raw, Survivor. I'm not Raw. Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Money in the Bank, Night of Champions, or Clash of Champions, whatever they want to call it now. But that is, that's the big six. They like to acknowledge a big five with Money to Bank being there. Money to Bank is one of the important pay-per-views now. But, like, it's come out that um, Raw uh, uh, Survivor Series captured very little interest this year. Well, you guys kind of rushed the show. So why would we care? You rushed it. Fucking rushed it. 
So why should we actually give a damn about the show? It's being reported that there were under 200,000 Google searches in comparison AEW's last pay-per-view. Um, well, not well, Full Gear. All Out was like, had half a million searches. You just rushed this. You announced the the teams on social media. There were no qualifying matches. The captains didn't get to pick the matches. I mean, pick their teammates. There were no stakes. You took members off team. So it was like, why? Why should we give a damn when you clearly don't? Something's got to give. Something has to change. It does. Um, let's go over some of the winners and losers of the show. Lynch versus Flair, very, very, very good match. Uh, these two are pretty much their the their rivals. You know, the Rock, the Rock, Stone Cold, the Cena, Randy. Same thing how Bailey and Sasha are rivals. I can't wait for Bailey to come back, man. I miss Bailey. I also miss Oscar. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, Seth was the sole survivor. He did a great job. Um, Seth is Seth. The guy's amazing. Uh, what <laughs> what sucked was Vince showing up. Just showing up wasn't even. Uh, it didn't even matter that he showed up. It was just fucking dumb. Omos dominated the Battle Royal, which was great. RK Brewers do so. Usos can really do no wrong. So, it's a solid, solid tag match. Uh, Bianca Belair being the sole survivor. And, of course, Big E and Rome. It was a good, it was a good show. It wasn't a great show, but I really didn't care about the show. Um, yeah. Who gives a fuck? So, uh, let me head over to my good friends at thesportster.com. I love their list. Um, they do the research for you, which is something I greatly, greatly appreciate. So they have the 10 dumbest things that have ever happened at Survivor Series. Ooh, let's let's see. So let me see what we got. Number 10, obviously from this Sunday, the fucking egg. <laughs> so the egg was a. A tie into The Rock's movie Red Notice on Netflix. And this was a paid promotional advertisement from Netflix. But did we really, really, really need this? Um, mind you, The Rock wasn't even there. He didn't even get sent like a, 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 a video message. It was just fucking stupid. How about everything that involved John Cena in the Nexus. The writing was all over the fucking place. <sighs> Let's not forget. Let me see something. Was it Team WWE versus Team Nexus? That was at SummerSlam. I almost got confused. It was at SummerSlam, not at Survivor Series. That was also still fucking dumb. Anyway. At Survivor Series, what was this, 2010, Wade Barrett owned John Cena's contract. And Wade Barrett was finally getting his world championship match against Randy Orton. He made John Cena the special guest referee. He told Cena, make sure I leave the champion. 
or you'll be fired. First of all, Wade Barrett should have been WWE Champion. Should have been, but whatever. Cena stayed true to his character, refused to cheat, giving Orton the W. Wade Barrett fired Cena. Guess what? Cena showed back up, and he was wrestling under the name Juan Cena in a mask. Wasted, wasted, wasted opportunity. <sighs> what else we got? Um, we have <laughs> the Boogeyman taking over in the GM versus GM match. Uh, this is Raw versus SmackDown. Eddie and I mean Teddy and Eric Bischoff faced off in the battle of the general managers. Teddy was SmackDown. Eric Bischoff was Raw, and somehow the Boogeyman got involved. I don't want to think about it. I don't. Uh, we had the Alliance. Another another wasted opportunity. The team WWE, team WWE versus Team Alliance, and um, first of all, I grew up on ECW. I grew up on even WCW. Let me. Let's 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 take a look at um let's take a look at that team, shall we? We're gonna go all the way back to Survivor Series two thousand and one. So, first of all, I remember this poster vividly. It was leading and uh, Tori Wilson, two of my loves of my life when it comes to my wrestling life. So, Team WWF consisted of The Rock, Chris Jericho, The Undertaker, Kane, and Big Show. Team Alliance consisted of Stone Cold, Kurt Angle, RBD, Booker T, and Shaming Man. So, first things first. Here are some things that did not make sense. Kurt Angle being on Team WCW. Now, what you should have done, what they should have done, is flip-flop Kurt Angle and take your pick, Chris Jericho or Big Show, because they were both in WCW and ECW as well. Well, not Big Show, but Jericho was. I would have swapped Kurt for Jericho. But Team WWF won as Kurt Helped them win. It was just stupid. It was just. Motherfucking dumb. Obviously. Survivor Series has to be thought about. When you think of the fucking gobbledygooker. Egg. Let that shit sink in. We put Hector Guerrero in a giant fucking turkey suit. 
stupid. How about when Drake Maverick peed himself and he actually peed himself? Like what the fuck? How about Lana at Survivor Series 2020 winning the match for her team and she didn't even do anything? I love the running gag of Nia Jax putting Lana through a table every week. I loved it. It was hilarious. I can't I can't lie. Lana did win the feud. And somebody don't like this, but Sheamus cashing in on Roman Reigns. It was Reigns' first title win. So that was some really dumb moments to happen. At Survivor Series. How about when wrestlers turned on their teams? Big Show in 2014. Um, joining the Alliance. <laughs> Diesel. Dean Ambrose in 2016. Helping his uh, shield brethren. Nia Jax. Mm, Nia Snacks. Um, helping. Whomever. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Triple H, Oscar, who forfeited because she helped and she helped NXT gain the advantage. I mean, she's more NXT and she spit the Mr. Charlotte's face, which is always, always, always good. Um, there can there there can always be some great great moments at Survivor Series. How about we look at we got two more things with the with the worst. Worst stuff for Survivor Series. How about the worst Survivor Series pay-per-views? Uh, <laughs> this is going to be great. So we're going to go all the way back to Survivor Series 1990. All right. So we've got. Let's see. And we're not gonna we're not gonna look at all of them. We're gonna look at a few. Okay. We're gonna look at some that stand out, some old and some new, but first things first, we're gonna go to Survivor Series 1990. So, <laughs> let's look at this card. The franchise saying Shane Douglas defeating Buddy Rose. I grew up on Shane Douglas, that was my guy. We had four on four matches, no five on five. We had a lot of four on four matches, oh my God. This is to me, this is the main reason around this card. Why are there so many elimination matches? Oh my god. So we had the Warriors, Animal Hawk, the Texas Tornado, and the Ultimate Warrior uh, taking on the perfect team of Axe, Crush, Mr. Perfect, and Smash. The Warriors won that match. We have the Million Dollar Team, the Honky Tonk Man, Greg the Hammer Valentine, Ted DiBiase, and The Undertaker taking on the Dream Team of Bret Hart, Dusty Rhodes, Coco Beware, and Jim the Anvil Dahar. Now, remember, this is the first on-screen debut of The Undertaker, which, is, which makes it legendary. So, you can almost give it a pass, but not really. And we've got the visionaries, Hercules, Paul Roma, Rick Martel, and the Warlord taking on 
the Vipers, Jake the Snake, Jimmy Snooker, Marty Jannetty, and Shawn Michaels. We got the Hulkamaniacs, Big Boss Man, Hulk Hogan, Jim Duggan, and Tugboat taking on the Natural Disasters, the Barbarian, Dino Bravo, Earthquake, and Haku, and the Alliance, Butch, was that Butch Reed? Butch Miller, Luke. Well, Butch and Luke, uh, whatever. Nikolai Volkov and Tito Santana taking on the Mercenaries, the team of Bora Zukov, Sergeant Slaughter, Sato, and Tanaka. Sato. Okay. Um, yeah. Too many. Too many elimination match. Too many. Now. The reason they did is because whoever survived on their on their teams were in the main event. So Hulk Hogan, so that's why I ended up being a three and five matchup. Hulk Hogan, Tito Santana, and Ultimate Warriors taking on Hercules, Paul Roma, Rick Martel, Ted DiBiase, and the Warlord. Oh God, that's why that pay per view fucking sucked. How about we go to Survivor Series two thousand eight? Um, let's look at this card. Let's see what I let's see what I actually remember. The Brian Kendrick taking on Kung Fu Naki. We had Team HBK. Uh, I remember this. It was fucking uh, HBK ain't had no goddamn money, and <laughs> this feud he was having with JBL. So Team HBK was the Great Kali, JTG, Ray Mysterio, Shad Gaspard, and HBK. Oh Lord. Versus Team GBL, which was JBL, John Morrison, Kane, The Miz, and MVP. And somehow, Team HBK won. Okay. Team Raw for the women. Beth Phoenix, Candice Michelle, Jillian Hall, Kelly Kelly, and Mickey James. Taking on Team SmackDown, Maria Canellas, Maurice, Michelle McCool, Natalia, and Victoria. Only Mickey and Natalia are the only people still wrestling in the, from this match. Beth can still probably go. Um, yeah. Taker beat Big Show in a casket match. We had Team Orton. We had three elimination matches. Uh, consisted of Cody Rhodes, Mark Henry, Randy Orton, Shelton Benjamin, and William Regal. Defeating Team Batista, uh, consisting of Batista, CM Punk, Kofi Kingston, Matt Hardy, and R Truth. Looking at this team. Mark Henry and William Regal Batista are the little ones no longer wrestling. Edge uh, defeated Vla- <laughs> Edge defeated Vladimir Kozlov and Triple H to win the WWE Championship and John Cena defeated Chris Jericho for the World Heavyweight Championship. It, this card had a lot of potential to be a good show, but the 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 match with Edge and, and them would just 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 sucked. The casket match sucked. It's just and Cena got his first win as World Heavyweight Champion. Um, yeah, I'm 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 good. Let's dive a little deeper. Survivor Series '93. Three, Taker and Yokozuno. That's definitely what I remember about that. Um, I want to make sure it's ninety three, not ninety four. 
93, yeah. So, let me see. Look at our card. One, two, three, four elimination matches. So, the pre-show, we had Billy Gunn defeating the Brooklyn Brawler. Then we had our first match. One, two, three, Kid, Marty Jannetty, Randy Savage, Razor Ramon defeating Adam Bomb, Dizu, IRS, and Rick Martel. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. The Hart family. Brett, Bruce, Owen, and... And fucking Keith Hart defeated Shawn Michaels and his knights, which consisted of the Black Knight, the Blue Knight, and the Red Knight. What? <laughs> what? One of the knights was Greg the Hammer Valentine, and the, one of the other knights was Barry Horowitz. Okay, I've never heard of this Black Knight character. Um, The Heavenly Bodies, Jimmy Del Rey and Tom Pritchard. Defeated the Rock and Roll Express, Rick uh, Morton and Rocky, Ricky Morton and Robert Gibson, the Bushwhackers and Men in a Mission. Defeated Bam Bam Bigelow, Bastion Booger, and the Head Shrinkers. And in our main event, the All Americans, Lex Luger, the Steiner Brothers, and the Undertaker. Defeated the Foreign Fanatics, the team of Crush, Quebecer Jacques, Ludwig Burger, and Yokozuna. God, that oh. God, it doesn't even that don't even sound attractive. Oh Lord. Um, Survivor Series 2013. Oh man, we're we're getting into the trash now. Uh, let's see, what was this card? The Miz defeated Kofi Kingston in a pre-show. We had the Shield defeating the Real Americans. It was the Shield and the Real Americans uh, versus Cody, Goldust, Ray, and the Usos figures Big E defeated Curtis Axel to retain the IC championship team total divas Brie Bella Nikki Bella Eva Marie Cameron Naomi defeated team true divas AJ Lee Oksana Alicia Fox Caitlin Rosa Mendez Summer Rae and Tamina Snook okay there's nothing good to take from this match nothing nothing the only tried and true wrestlers in this match at this point in their careers were Natalia and AJ. Like, who remembers Oksana? Mark Henry beat Ryback. Cena beat Del Rio to retain the World Heavyweight Championship. CM Punk and Daniel Bryan defeated Eric and Luke Harper. And Randy Orton defeated Big Show to retain the WWE Championship. Oh my God, this, this show was horrible bad just oh boy. anyway do do we really need to dive into the worst matches in survivor series history i don't think so let's not let's not do that to ourselves so we're going to get into we're going to get into some of the great things that happen at survivor series so how about the some of the best matches that no one talks about psycho said show michael's survivor series 1996 um this was a really good main event i like psycho said was very very underrated show michael's was pretty much the heartbreak kid at this point who can get a good match out of anyone um for the championship it was one of the best matches in Sid Vicious's career. Really, really, really good. How about Team Angle versus Team Lesnar from Survivor Series 03? It's something we also don't talk about. 
Um, let's do this. Let's look at that. Um, the show overall wasn't great, but that match. So Team Angle consisted of Kurt Angle, Bradshaw, Benoit, Hardcore Holly, and John Cena taking on Team Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, A-Train, Big Show, Matt Morgan, and Nathan Jones. So Lesnar just had a team of horses. Just big man meat slapping meat. That's what we had. And it was smart. But Kurt had Benoit. Never gonna let that slide. You, you got Ben Wild on your team. Um, ben Wild tapped out Lesnar. This was a good. It was such a good match, and we really, really don't speak about it at all. Um, ooh, Survivor Series 01, Dudley's versus the Hardy Steel Cage match. This was the Alliance show, um, and this was a really, really good match. Hard, the uh, Hardys ended up losing, but <sighs> underrated, under, under, underrated. Survivor Series 2010, Dolph Ziggler versus Caval, the former Loki. If you know wrestling, and I say Dolph Ziggler versus Loki, you go, oh shit, that match was probably fucking fired. Yeah, this match was probably fucking fired, and it was. Um. He had he meaning Ziggler had to defend the Intercontinental Championship against Caval, who had won season two of NXT. And even though it didn't work out for him in the WWE, he was still a great, 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 great in-ring talent. Um, and it was a really, really good match. Non-stop action, bell to bell. Now, you guys remember the SmackDown Six? So the SmackDown Six was a nickname given to six men whose uh, SmackDown was built around when we had like a really first roster split, brand split. Eddie Guerrero, Chavo Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio, Edge. That was the SmackDown six. And they were known for just having outstanding matches time and time again. And they were tag teams. Edge and Rey were a tag team. We had Los Guerreros and Kurt and Benoit were a tag team. They faced each other in the triple threat match. Benoit and Kurt versus Los Guerreros versus Edge and Ray for the WB SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Boy. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. Now, we are going to dive. We're going to dive into Survivor Series 2002. Trust. But go back and watch that match. Um, Edge and Ray are the only ones really wrestling. Uh, Triple H, Ric Flair, Survivor Series 05. Uh, Ric Flair was still had it. Ric Flair, Ric Flair still, still had it. Oh my god, go listen, y'all. We can keep doing this over and over. We got how about Team Kofi versus Team Orton? This is when Kofi and Orton had their little feud, and we were going to shoot Kofi to super stardom. Kofi teams won. But then they quit on Kofi a couple weeks later. Because the Dirty B are stupid. Um, and how do you people not remember Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels from Survivor Series 1992? Like, come on, son. I remember that fire. So how about we go into some of the best matches in Survivor Series history? 
Um, gotta go with Team SmackDown versus Team Raw versus NXT Team NXT from 2019, just for Keith Lee alone. They fucked about getting Watcher eliminated, but what we got left with Keith Lee versus Roman Reigns. My God. Ah. Uh. Team SmackDown was Roman, Braun, King Corbin, Ali, and Chad Gable. Team Raw was Seth, Drew, Kevin Owens, Randy Owens, and Ricochet. Team NXT was Tommaso Ciampa, Damian Priest, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Walter, who was the UK champion at the time. Let that sink in. But we will always remember this shit for Keith Lee and Roman Reigns killing it. I know a lot of fans don't like her, but Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. They don't like, actually don't like either of these women. Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Really fucking good. Really, really, really fucking good. And it ended in a DQ because Charlotte knew she couldn't beat Ronda. Couldn't beat her. Couldn't beat her. Adam Cole, Pete Dunne, Survivor Series 2019. This was just a match just thrown onto the fucking card. Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne. How about Brock? Brock might show up a few times on this list, dog. But Brock versus AJ from 2017. The match was so good. Paul Heyman after the show was like, listen. If you're not a fan of AJ Styles, then you don't know what professional wrestling is. It was fan-fucking-tastic. Here we are. Survivor Series 2002 again. The Elimination Chamber, the very first one. <laughs> we're gonna die. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna dive into that. Oh, look who's back on his list. Brian Danson. I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar versus Brian Danson. Another great match. And we all knew Brock was gonna win, but Brian Danson can go with anyone. Anyone. Survivor Series 2014. Team Cena versus the Authority. Team Authority. This was this was a shocker because one we had Eric Rowan and Luke Harper on opposite sides, but it was more of a shocker that Cena got eliminated. And when we thought Cena got eliminated, we thought the match was over, and there was no way his team could win. And Zolf, Dolph Ziggler stood strong. Also, this was the pay per view that had our debut of Sting. The Alliance versus. Team WWE, Bret Hart versus Shawn Michaels, and Bret Hart versus Stone Cold. Come on, man. So Survivor Series can have great, 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 great matches. But we got to end this show with one more thing. The best Survivor Series and here's the thing about the Survivor Series. It did not feature any traditional Survivor Series elimination matches. That is shocking. So first things first, let's look at the card. Lance Storm and William Regal defeated Goldust in the Hurricane that was on the pre-show. The Dudley Boys defeated Jeff Hardy and Three Minute Warning in an elimination tables match. Bro, both members of Three Monday Morning are both dead. That's that's pretty crazy. 
Billy Kitman retained. Uh, he defeated Jamie Noble to win the Cruiserweight Championship. Victoria defeated Trish to win the Women's Championship. Big Show defeated Brock in a quick match to win the WWE Championship. Los Guerreros defeated Edge and Ray and Kurt and Benoit. SmackDown 6 for the Tag Team Championships. And we have the Elimination Chamber, our very first one. And this chamber features Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Chris Jericho, Kane, Booker T, RVD. And Shawn Michaels won this, getting his one world title win when he came back. This was the only time he actually won the world championship, but he only held it for a month. But this was probably the height of the ruthless aggression era. And this pay-per-view encompasses it. <laughs> this pay-per-view encompasses it all. Um, first of all, like I said before, no actual elimination matches, no traditional Survivor Series elimination matches, and the show had a had a historic main event. We had the very first elimination chamber, and this is when this motherfucking chamber hurt. There was glass everywhere, metal, no fucking rubber mats on the outside of the ring, none. These dudes put up. If I can't recommend this match more enough, RVD was nuts. The chamber was this match had not even this this match had Hall of Famers. It had stakes. The card itself was a very very good. Could you imagine? Let's say let's look check check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Take this entire card right. Take this card and move it to today with kind of the story and the booking and the more smart, smart people that we have. Um, Billy Kibben and Jamie Noah will probably go for 12, 12 minutes because they could steal the show. Victoria and Trish will go for another will go for 12 minutes. Big Show and Brock, I would actually keep this here and I wouldn't even change the last two matches. But it made but it will be a beautiful, beautiful thing. And the chamber was great, but we, we, you could say the chamber was the best match. You could say the SmackDown six was the best match. This was such a phenomenal show. It's a legendary show. I want you guys to go out and check out Survivor Series 2002 and just remember how great it is. But I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave you all there. Um, that's our show thank you very very much for being here with me today thank you for listening um next week i don't know what the show is i'll get the schedule out uh probably monday or tuesday i'll figure out what the schedule is but you can check me out on my socials twitter the 215 charismatic underscore creations 52 on instagram charismatic creations on twitter i'm sorry on youtube and what's that tumblr yeah, yeah, yeah. And on Facebook, actually. Uh, check me out all over there. This has been the High Risk Wrestling Podcast. And as always, Zia Lee, Gigi Dolan. Go on and holla at your boy. Peace.